starting now. Now. Our dancing that time just kind of turned into like bobblehead dance. Did you notice that we were just little bobbleheads yeah, there? They weren't giving them away at the ball game. They were just like, yeah, those are for your, your liking. There you go. Exactly. Freeze. Exactly. Yeah. We, you, we don't need to hang, give you a bobblehead. We just need to play music that turns you into one. Yes. Exactly. Hey, everybody. It's the Almost Sideshow. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, we're back with another episode looking at Barry Season 2. I'm Terry. He's Adam. How's it going, Adam? I'm good, man. I've just been doing some contemplating. I, I really wish I was in the shit with Barry. I really do. I wish I was down in the shit with Barry. Am I evil? Yeah. Am I evil? Yeah, it's good. Not a genius plan. It's yeah. an okay plan. <laughs> Definitely not hers. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're we are going through Barry episode by episode, and we have reached now. Season two, episode two. We started season two last week. We're moving on to episode two now and seeing where things go. So let's get into this. Season two, episode two. It is entitled The Power of No. And here's what happens. We start with Hank reiterating his desire for Barry to kill Esther. At the same time, Loach is traveling to Cleveland to talk to Fuchs. In acting class, everyone is exploring their own traumatic past, and Gene decides everyone is going to write their own story highlighted by Barry's Afghanistan story, which horrifies Barry. Mm -hmm. Barry gets out of it by saying he wants to write about Gene. Sally is struggling to get good parts, which she wants to use as her traumatic story, but Gene gets her to talk about her former abusive marriage instead. Fuchs is a horrible liar and can't get Loach off his case who thinks Barry killed Moss. Gene realizes it's not all about him after a conversation with his son and tells Barry he's doing the Afghanistan scene. Barry can't pull the trigger in the perfect opportunity to kill Esther. Instead, he alerts the entire Burmese crime family he is there, crashes his car after shots are fired, and runs home. Once there, Fuchs confronts him about the cops questioning him and if he killed a cop. Barry tells him to leave, and we see Fuchs is wired trying to get a confession for Loach. Wow. Adam. How about this how about this episode? Oh wow. Uh yeah, very um it's a good episode. A lot of kind of stuff does happen, and I feel like a lot of the you know, kind of sub characters, minor characters, the or the um, secondary characters were have been the more interesting characters this season that I kind of want to know more about. You know, I like seeing Gene with Gene is going this year. Sally has been very. Uh, I've been liking this where she her stuff's headed. Uh, Barry has just been continuing kind of a frustrating <laughs> journey. It's been fun. Still, uh, how he ends this, it's like oh darn you were right there and it got screwed up again what's going to happen next <laughs> tune in next week type of thing uh but it's still I, like that ending definitely got me i was just like oh crap did not kind of see him uh being kind of like the the snitch basically trying to get the confession for loach that was a good little twist there that i didn't actually see 
And I, my one of my favorite little small parts of this the show is when he uh, wants to kill Esther, but he goes into this other room to to leave, and it's like full of everybody. He's like, "Oh, um, got his gun here." I'm like, uh, "See ya!" <laughs> and just closes the door and just like slowly walks out. Yeah, really cool, cool little. I, I kind of chuckled at that. That was really funny. But overall, a pretty solid episode. Still trying to get its feet wet, type of thing. It's still kind of slowly building to something. So it's been it's been good. It's good so far. I think this is one of the slowest episodes of the of the show so far. It yes. feels like nothing happens. This is yeah. this is still trying to get its feet wet. Yeah, yeah. It it it. This is an episode that you didn't see in season one, and maybe it's just because it's season two, and we're a little deeper into this now, where it took an entire episode really to develop characters. Um, there's no plot in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the plot is. Hank wants Barry to kill Esther. Barry doesn't. Fuchs betrays Barry. Like, that's really all that happens plot-wise. But you have all this character development. Instead, you you see, uh, you see Sally's character develop. You see Barry dealing with these flashbacks and wondering what kind of a person he is. You see Gene thinking about what kind of person he is uh all the all the main moments of this are character driven instead of plot driven which is the first time you've seen this in barry i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing but when you had such an we talked about in the first season you had such an action-packed season an action-packed show because with only a half hour you had so much to do and so much to tell in that short amount of time you didn't have time to take it, take time to do too much of this in-depth character development. And now they're taking it. And I mean, it makes sense because it's, it's season two. We got to know these characters a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I like, but I'm also a big fan of character development. So it's, it mm-hmm. just, it's at this point though, it seems out of place for the show, <laughs> but it's also a welcome, welcome change too. It's kind of one of those great, like, I want to see what's going to happen. It's a, the quick nature of the show by taking a slower approach at times is not a bad thing. It just leaves you wanting more. So it's good. Right. Right. Well, and I mean, it, it made the payoff at the end worth it because you understand why Barry makes the decision he makes. Mm-hmm. You, you feel for Gene as he's making decisions and doing different things. Um, you get to know some of the, some of the other characters a little bit more too. Always great when you, as we continue to learn more about the acting class people, uh, they're more than yeah. just faces in the crowd that they're, they're actually getting to be characters now, which is great. Um, cool. Yeah. And, and they're, they're graduating from, from the roles Sally's getting to the roles Sally wants uh, in, in their involvement in, in the script of Barry. So that's uh, good. It's good. Okay. They've graduated as speaking parts. They're not just the corpses of the show. <laughs> you don't even have a name tag. You have no chance. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, what's the best scene in this? I thought about this. This was a tough one. Um, but I kind of like Sally's reel. <laughs> the whole, mm-hmm. like, all her, her reel of she's sitting there with her agents and they're blowing smoke up her butt and she's like i kind of want more like i I liked it and i liked the other i think her name was Lindsay, who stayed back and talked 
you know, talked with her too. Interested to see where that goes because she hasn't had the best luck with uh, her agents. Uh, but her reel was fascinating. There's so many fun parts in it, even though there's only like three different clips. But kind of like I, I would be interested in that show. I would see the pilot, maybe. <laughs> Why didn't that show get picked up? <laughs> yeah, there there was some great stuff. There's some great stuff in there. Uh, I actually had that written down, too. So I'm going to punt and I'm going to try and think of another one. And uh, yeah, we're going with. Um, let's see here. What Which one was I going to go with? Oh, the first time we go to acting class mm. and we're seeing the the rest of the. Oh, yeah. The rest <laughs> of the cast or the rest of the acting class act out each other's trauma. And and you get you you get <laughs> Natalie having them act out the fact that she had a twin die in the womb because that's very, very traumatic. You have, um, I, I think my favorite was uh, Antonio uh, getting bit by a pit bull, rupturing his Achilles, and so he can never be a, a, a soccer star. Um, and, then, and then you had a divorce, uh, Eric's family getting a divorce. And the... the <laughs> potentially mvp moment jermaine once again jermaine's got some great moments in this where he just just calls him a serial killer and walks off the stage yeah and that pays back to like the like the first episode or for the first season when they're getting interrogated too but he's like yeah looks like he just looks like a serial killer like he probably done it i forgot about that that's yeah that's that's, that's perfect Uh, well, and he's got that moment, and then he's got the moment later on where he can't pay Barry, pay Barry, and then uh, and then he's kicking Nick's ass in some video game because Nick doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's he's just like, it's, it's it's not you. It's 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 you. You just suck. Yeah, I just keep pushing like, these buttons and it's not working. It's not the controller. <laughs> uh brilliant it, it's brilliant stuff jermaine's turning into one of my favorite just favorite overall characters because he's got he's got so many just random little moments i mean remember he he was irritable irritable bow guy in the in the last season too so yeah uh you yeah he's got to the the jermaine minor character of the show yeah award. yeah there we go there we go uh but yeah some some great scenes but again different scenes because they're all they're all more character development stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, who is who is the Fuchs bag? The douchebag bag. Of the oh, episode. I, I don't know. I I went with Mike and Michael, her agents again. Like oh, kind of just yeah. blowing yeah, blowing smoke up her butt, and because like, well, we got a, a thing. I, I would walk you out, but he's got an appointment, and so yeah, yeah I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> kind of didn't walk her out the room. Kind of just kind of shortchanged her, and uh, yeah, Mike and Michael, uh, <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, I just if the other lady was like Michelle, that thing that would be another like perfect like trio, the three M's. But uh, mm-hmm. Mike and Michael for uh, the, the Fuchs bag of this episode, I think that uh, plays well. And uh, just I, I feel bad for Sally. Yeah, she deserves better now. She definitely deserves better. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with an old standard, but he earns it in this, and it's Gene. He definitely earns earns it in this one. Because yeah. you've oh, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the whole thing where you, this is what we're gonna do, and and it's all, it's all him 
you know, processing his own grief and he's going to force his entire class to process with him by forcing them to uh, to relive their worst tragedies. And uh, and then he's forcing Barry to do something he wasn't doesn't want to do until Barry says, oh, I'd rather talk about you. He goes, oh, OK, you can do that. OK, um, I can see this now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's OK, OK. I, I, I've... I'll go to the storage unit and get all the tapes. I got lots of tapes. Scrap yeah, I let books. Natalie. Yeah, have Natalie get the get the tapes just in case. Natalie, just go get them. just in case, just in case. Uh, and then and then he goes to see his son, and which oh, is yeah. another great scene, mm-hmm. another great scene. And basically tells him, none of this really matters, dude. You you don't care about anything. And then and then when he says, uh, oh, what is it? He um. I wrote down I improv. Uh, you yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you left. It's like I wanted to leave them wanting more. As like, you... instead of wanting less, you wanted that, more. That is, that is, yeah, good. Call that's like on one that. of the. I mean, also, that's just his part in that scene is kind of a horribly written part. So there's there was a lot more potential in that one scene. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just, I, just I, especially going that to, reveal going into the acting standard cliche responses yeah yep but yeah he's he's the he's the fuchs bag of the episode good call for me uh all right this was a hard one no pun intended who's the stick man oh like i I thought of it right away on this one it's nathan's dad from the tv show like (laughs) Like he he probably obviously he has a, a human son, but he's also he he's his wife is a, uh, an alien, <laughs> so he's the interspecies, and the uh, the spaceship little reel that they uh, they did for Sally. Yeah, I had several things I I was thinking about for LVP, and one of them was whoever named these shows because if you saw that show's name was Future Space. <laughs> I didn't realize I mean, that. <laughs> that's that's horrible. That is horrible. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going with uh, my stick man is Eric's dad, played by Jermaine. Uh, because uh, I mean, if they're if they're getting a divorce, there there's a good there's a good chance that uh, I like that one a lot. That Jermaine is doing something there. I mean, the and, Jermaine stick man award. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> With with a serial killer of a son, so <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, again, going into fictional, fictional, you know, potential there. All right, how about uh, the hey, that's John Ham best new face award? Oh yeah, I, the best best new face. Um, well, I think I got to go the guy who played Leo. Uh, Leo, chorus. I can't remember. yeah. His son, I think that very made me like. I kind of wish he would pop up again. That would be uh that would be nice. But yeah, that would be a a good uh good character. Definitely, he's like, oh yeah, oh this is your stand. I didn't even didn't even realize his name's plastered (laughs) on the organics. Organics, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's a good. I I've got the same thing because he he was. Yeah, it, it was the best like reveal. It's like, whoa, Gene has a son, and yeah, you gotta think he pops back up. They're, they're, yeah, you they can't just reveal that and and not do anything with it. 
Um, what about uh? All right, what about your episode favorite minor character? <laughs> all right, so Loge is looking at a photo on Facebook of his wife and uh. <laughs> her new lover the parrot in that scene i think that there's so much to do with that parrot like on the on sitting on the guy's shoulder like is, is he a pirate now is that parrot like is he like a posing for photos did they pay to take a photo with that parrot there's so much intrigue about this parrot i think in that photo kind of want to know more that that is a great call and and i don't know <laughs> if we said it before but i don't know if he's i think we have said it at some point but uh yeah, Loach's ex's new guy is whenever he pops up in any way, he's the stick man of the episode, I think. Pretty much, yeah. So I think it's just a given. It is Loach's ex or Loach's ex's guy. New guy. Yeah, stick new guy. Man of the ward. <laughs> yeah. Uh so my my episode favorite minor character is the head of the new prosecutors. Um he gives he gives a great monologue there. And yeah. then uh and then you it's revealed the three of them. And then Sally pops in. I, I love Sally just pops in the door. Uh, your nine o'clock is here. And, yeah. and, he, and he basically give, gives her like a, like a, you leave me alone woman uh, response to it. Uh, not, not quite in those words, but that's the vibe he gives off. And it's like, Oh, Oh man. Yeah. This, and, and then, and that's when the agent says, why didn't the show get picked up? It, it, it reminded me of the Foxy Force Five. I don't know why. That's the first oh, thing I thought of. <laughs> I was it, like, "There's two more members." <laughs> it was like lawyers, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. The very relatable moment. Okay, it's going back to Jermaine on this one. Uh, Got to go with uh, Jermaine, and I think it's Nick. Right? They're playing the video games. Yeah. <laughs> and Jermaine's like just. So he's like, man, this, this is talking to the Nick. It's like, man, yeah, you're just not that good. Like, I could totally relate to that. It's like, yeah, just trash talking your your your, your buddy who's not doing so well. It's a good, it's a good moment. I I, I got a good chuckle out of Jermaine in this episode. Well, so and, I think and that's Nick, a good Nick moment. brings it on too. He he yeah. He he's yeah. low hanging fruit for for many. Yeah, I didn't even. Why, why would Barry be roommates with him? That's the weird part. Well, and maybe train too. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's the three of them living together. I, it, it's somewhere to somewhere to live. Oh, uh, so I guess I... that's also a Jermaine moment too, a relatable moment because uh, who hasn't had a roommate? It's like, yeah, can I can I get you back later? Uh, that was mine. As I was, oh. well, I was just about to say, his <laughs> mine comes from the exact same scene, and someone's not paying you back. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, you don't, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pay me. Okay, well, I'm probably never well, gonna see that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, not gonna see that. Uh -huh. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That that's like there. There's some moments that in this that are like, like like when he walks into that room of all the like that's that's like a pure slapstick moment. That's a slapstick comedy moment of him just walking in the room of all the the crime family in the Buddhist yeah. temple. <laughs> but um. Which, by the way, Barry is completely right. That is a genius plan. Like that, maybe that's my very relatable moment. Is is hearing about like some someone else's plan of what they're doing, and you go, "Holy crap, that's actually kind of amazingly smart and genius of what they're doing there." It's happened before too with uh, and uh, we just watched finished Lost. That happened kind of similar too about uh, these like 
gangster. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the show, but Mr. Echo's character in that show, he was basically uh, uh, kind of a crime lord and he tried to smuggle drugs out, but he fakes like comes out as like a priest in it so that he can smuggle it out of the country. Very similar. So I was like this. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. So <laughs> happens quite a bit, apparently. <laughs> apparently, apparently. Yeah. All two right. shows that I've seen. <laughs> LVP. I'm going first because you're not taking mine again. Okay. I've got sorry. two of them, but I'll just I'll just say one of them first. My LVP is uh, Gene's posters on his wall. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, good call. Yeah. So so apparently he played Peter Pan. And then the the other one I I found fascinating because the other one they show it says. Gene Cousinow is 12 Angry Men. Did he play all 12 Angry Men at this? Was it a one man show of 12? Like it's not tw- Gene Cousinow in 12 Angry Men. It's Gene Cousinow is 12 Angry Men. So no wonder Sally suggested that she play, you know, plays all the she parts. Plays big bad. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she's going after her teacher's own heart. Yeah, I I pretty sure it said that. So it's like dude 12 angry men is a one-man show only someone as conceited as gene would do that uh yeah that's that's a pretty good one i didn't catch on catch that. <laughs> i'm usually pretty good at picking the background stuff up obviously aka the parrot in this one photo right at the beginning of the show yeah, i'm pretty good about picking stuff up like that that's actually genius that's pretty funny all right what, what's yours well, I had PTSD, but I think that's uh, that's we're not going to talk about that. That um, my I think mine actually is thinking about it. It's uh, Noah Hank uh, and his plan about getting the bullet out of Esther's head. The other one I yeah. had written down was Noah Hank's freaking bullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bullet. Yeah, the bullet trying to get the bullet out. It's like it's like so you just like shoot into a book. So you want me to like have her read a book? And then shoot her in the back of the head. <laughs> the way the way he's so matter of factly going through the like. So so you want me to get her to read a book, a thick book, shoot her in the back book. of the head, and then pull the bullet out of. Uh, this isn't how bullets work. <laughs> not a bullet. Yeah. Not, so you want me to pull it out of her brain? We we get bullet with Esther's blood on it, and it's fumble turnover for Hank. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb yeah I, I don't know why i didn't think of that first but when we were, you were talking about uh the lvp for the this poster i was like wait a second no hank yeah we haven't mentioned him really at all and he's in like 30 L- seconds of the entire yeah. episode but that one scene though is kind of lvp though unfortunately uh, it's just funny his plan I, I'll, I'll throw another like, like there are many lvp potential moments out there so the other one i'll go with is uh is um Barry and Antonio debating on whether Gene said that he has no nuts or balls. Um, I, I just want to be accurate. Did, did, did you say I have no nuts or did you say I have no balls? Um, I think it's going well. Yeah. Uh, LVP having Antonio be Gene. That's another one. I would prefer Jermaine to be honest. What's, what's, worth, what's worse? Antonio being Gene or, or Nick playing natalie's dead fetus of a twin uh in the wood <laughs> it was oh i mean why isn't it why is nick in every single one of those scenes he's in every single one he ruins every scene he's in why is he in all of them that he would LVP be like... on the casting director of yeah. their of their traumatic reenactments 
That's what yeah. I have to say. If I can quote Liar Liar's bloopers, overactor. Over. Yeah, that's. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he and it, and it goes yeah. back. So the other the other callback I had in this was him playing him playing. Um, oh, the other one, uh, Eric. And playing Eric in the divorce scene, and he's on his knees. He's playing the little kid, and it goes back to the first episode when the first time you see you see Nick is he's going, "Oh, it's my childhood bedroom. Oh, oh, it's the ball I used to catch to catch the game winning in the game winning game. Oh, oh, my old toy chest." As Gene's just like, "All right, you're done. Get off the stage." Yeah, yeah. I got no notes, no notes, but just get off the stage. <laughs> just get off the stage. Uh, just Nick in general, LVP Nick, um, yeah, and Noho Hanks call. bullet, and Gene's posters on his wall, and so like many, it. so many things. Mark all, right. all, all three things out on our list. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now I have two MVPs, so I'll let you go first. What's your MVP? Loach, Loach, yeah. Loach on this one. Yeah. This, one, this is one of the ones I had written down, dude. It's- Pretty clear, I think, on this one. You convince Fuchs to be your freaking uh, your mole, like basically trying to get Barry to confess on tape. That kind of genius. I don't think. And it he took... basically, go ahead. Didn't yeah, take. I don't too think much it took action. too much convincing because as soon as Fuchs realized, I mean, Fuchs is all about self-preservation. True. And as soon as he realized that he was beat, then all he, the only thing he could do to to preserve himself is, all right, I'll give you Barry. I mean, this isn't the first time he's tried to serve Barry up on a platter, right? Yeah. So, so if if he's in trouble, he's going to give up Barry. And all right, can we just LVP is Fuchs' ability to lie? <laughs> um, I woke up one morning and it was gone. A, yeah. a prostitute extracted it in my sleep, and and what on is her this route, like? <laughs> she left it in his garage. I don't think they take have routes, but <laughs> she might have ground ground it up for a potion. I don't know what don't know. girls do. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he and then after he gets his possessions and says his name, Loach is right outside the gate and he tries to deny the fact that he's Fuchs. I mean he walks right, tries to walk back in. He walks try, tries to walk back into jail. <laughs> he's he's the worst. The worst. But yeah, maybe th- that yeah one uh, that one police officer who controls the button when the gate opens and closes—that's like an MVP right there. I <laughs> Just agree. Perfect timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I had Loach down too, and I what I said last week is actually working out. Where Loach is playing this slow, and he wants to make sure he nails him before he lets Smart. anybody on to the fact that he knows something. And and, right on, and on that spot. He's on. playing this right. And the best move he, he made was leaving May at home because she would have ruined everything. Oh god. <laughs> Low key funny moment though. He's like, Can you get out of my office, please? <laughs> She's not allowed <laughs> she to takes... cubicle. <laughs> he takes two steps back. It's great. So what so did so I say about being my... in my office? <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Take a step back a little knock, 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 knock. All right. So far, so you the... and I are really close on what we decided for the next episode. I said Esther wasn't dying in this one. It's probably gonna be a couple episodes. Yeah, if if at all, if at all, if at all, yeah. At this uh, point, yeah. All right. So my the other MVP that I have is uh is the ability of this to make me hungry, because now all I want is a Yashinoa beef bowl. 
<laughs> All this talk about evils making me hungry. I know what we're getting. Yashinoa beef bowls. Uh, yeah. I I don't know what it is, but it sounds delicious. Sounds like a shawarma type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like, have you ever heard shawarma? Shawarma? I've had shawarma because of that scene. Like I've ah. and and I'll I'll I will search out a Yashinoa beef bowl to understand why Noho Hank is is craving it. Maybe it's like an evil genius type of a type of meal, and that's why he when they're talking about being evil, he's thinking of it. I don't know. All like right, it. what's coming up next? What are what are we getting into here? The elephant in the room. He left his little car, shot up. Yeah, really close to that place. Uh, they pull that license unless or that those, those the license plate and registration, and that's for Barry Berkman or Barry Block. I don't think the, it. The I, Burmese I think find him, not the cops. Oh, that, that, the Burmese will find him. True, that that is true. But then you also got well, I, I don't know. I guess I was kind of thinking of that Loesch could put have that evidence there too that they found a car. An abandoned car with his stuff on it, but the Burmese will find him. Yeah, you're right on that. Yeah, it'll it'll be gone by morning. No one will know that car was ever there. Now with the crime family yeah. across the street. Yeah, I guess that I was trying to think <laughs> too too conveniently for the the police side of things. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The uh, well, but Loach knows exactly where he's at, and Loach knows that he did it basically because Fuchs pretty much probably had to give him up to to get what they have. True. Uh, yeah. Fuchs is going to be just in the way. And I have a feeling maybe he gets, he gets buried to, to make a, make a move for him or something. Like he, he gets buried to try and do something. And that's how he gets it out of him. He gets him back working for him. Maybe I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, be weird. I don't know. Kind of low key now that we see that this edition of Leo, I kind of want to see Gene at his cabin making veggie organic burgers with him, with his son. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Kiss the cook yes. again. I want to see it again with his son though, this time. I could see him having this revelation and then him needing to go talk to Leo and tell him he had this revelation. I had this revelation. Our last talk completely changed my perspective. I mean, I could see, I could see the scene. Yeah, you could uh, say Leo is kind of MVP too because he just basically kept quiet during Sally's thing, and Sally just kept talking away. Oh, Gene, you mean Gene? You mean yeah? Oh, yeah, kept uh, yeah. Gene, Gene, Gene knows how to work Sally. Sally. Yeah. So, so like he he knows that because they're the same. I mean, that's kind of what we're getting at, right? Gene and Sally Pretty are basically much. the same person. And and they're they're motivated by the same things. They they think the same way. So he knows how to work her. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I'm I'm curious to see how uh, how Cristobal reacts if oh, yeah. if he if it that, gets yeah. back to him that uh, that Barry went after the Burmese. The only reason that he would is because of Hank. So uh, what's Cristobal going to do? Is this going to start a war between the Chechens and the Bolivians? And uh, if that's the case, the Bur- it's going to be the Hank and Barry versus Cristobal and Esther. 
Um, oh, goodness. And that would be crazy, especially since Hank has a pretty incompetent crew. And Cristobal <laughs> and Esther obviously have pretty good ones. So, uh, I mean, Cristobal's crew sniped uh, Taylor and uh, Vaughn from down a runway. Yeah, so, um, it yeah, that could be bad. That could be bad if that's how it all turns out. But we don't know. If you've seen it already, you know. But we'll find out when we watch the next episode. We'll be back at you next week with season two, episode three. Any last words, Adam? High five. High five. High five. <laughs> Later.